You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. The Jackson Town Council began discussions on what a possible emergency development moratorium might look like during its regular Monday meeting. Councilwoman Jessica Sell Chambers took charge during that debate, which was pushed for by the advocacy organization Shelter JH, as well as dozens of public comments online and in person. Cell Chambers didn't make a motion for any tangible action during town council conversations, but she said a pause in development enacted within the next few months could be beneficial as electeds look for options. We have such a complicated and compounding issue with housing and hotel development and short-term rentals that I do think it would be in our interest, in the community's interest to not table this or not put it off to the retreat, but to have an actual conversation about what this looks like. Could it be beneficial? Other town council members were a bit more hesitant to think a moratorium is the best option right now, and a few public commenters mentioned that they felt a decision like this could unfairly inhibit projects already in the pipeline. Cell Chambers says she hopes a moratorium will come up again at a December 6th council meeting, but that agenda is not set in stone yet. Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon signed the one bill that survived the state legislature's special session this fall. The legislation falls short of directly challenging the Biden administration's proposed COVID-19 vaccine mandates, but it allocates $4 million for legal challenges against them. I thank the legislature for recognizing their distinct constitutional responsibility as appropriators in forwarding resources to support this endeavor. However, Gordon also expressed concern about the cost of holding the special session when he had already committed to filing lawsuits before it started. The seven-day session cost taxpayers more than $233,000, according to the Casper Star Tribune. The Cowboy State's GOP leaders voted to no longer recognize Congresswoman Liz Cheney as a member of the Republican Party last weekend. The decision passed narrowly 31 to 29 and is largely a symbolic gesture against Cheney's continued outspokenness against former President Donald Trump. Chair of the Teton County GOP, Mary Martin, did not vote in favor of that measure, saying it should be up for the people to decide whether or not Cheney still represents them. This is just all fluff and aura. (laughs) Smoke and mirrors, some might say. Martin says many members of her party, largely from more conservative districts, felt betrayed by Cheney for her decision to join the committee investigating the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. That's despite the fact that she voted with Trump 93% of the time while he was in office, far more than most House Republicans. But still, Martin agreed that Cheney needs to be more responsive to her own state's needs. Jackson Hole residents pay a lot for childcare. Local families spend an average of 15% of their income on pre-K and other early childhood education, according to a 2020 survey. That's more than double the federal definition of what's affordable and is a common problem many rural communities across Wyoming and the country are facing, often due to issues with access, time, and availability for parents. But now, chair of the Teton County Board of Commissioners, Natalia Macker, thinks she has a solution to the issue. I would love to see Wyoming invest in building early childhood development facilities adjacent to community college and agricultural extension offices. 
Macker's proposal, called Community Care Sites, is a finalist in this year's National Ideas Challenge. That's a contest that asks community leaders and policy experts across the country to look for solutions to local issues. She's in Washington, D.C. this week presenting her idea, which she says she's talked about with Wyoming lawmakers, including Governor Mark Gordon. This has been the Weekly News Roundup from the KHOL News Team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.